Hi, everyone. Stan Shuttleworth here, one of your coaches at Kunish B's CrossFit Kaiserslautern. And I'm here on one of our newest developments in the CrossFit Kaiserslautern community, and that's this podcast. I'm excited to be your host. I'm excited to introduce you to the coaching staff and to the owners of CrossFit Kaiserslautern over the next few weeks. What we're hoping to do with that is let you see behind the curtain a little bit, let you get to know your coaches and and see who they are, what drives them, and, and what they bring to the fight, and how they're going to help you grow as you continue your CrossFit journey. Also, if you want more information about CrossFit Kaiserslautern, go check us out on Facebook at CFKL Athletes, on the interwebs at CrossFitKaiserslautern.com, or at Instagram at, at CrossFit Kaiserslautern, all lowercase. So we're going to be starting off here in just a second. Our first coach that we're going to be interviewing is none other than John Dones. And I just want to go ahead and apologize to you in advance. We had a little bit of technical difficulties during the recording process. So the audio is not great, but I make this promise to you. We will be getting better in coming weeks. So you don't have to maybe turn it up or strain your hearing as much as you will uh, in this one. Again, I apologize. But without further ado, let's kick this off and let's go talk to John. So welcome back to CrossFit Kaiserslautern's podcast where we're introducing coaches. And today we have with us none other than John jo- John Dones, JD, Johnny D. Uh, and what we're doing is, uh, as you guys know from the other podcast, we're trying to get to know the coaches a little better. Uh, and just so you guys have an idea of who it is you're working with when you come in. So, uh, so John, we want to know your story. So let's start, with, uh, let's start with where you're from. Well, first, thank you for having me on today. This is an awesome idea and I fully support it. I think... What you're doing here is freaking awesome. Um, Well, born in New York, uh, moved to South Florida when I was about two years old. So I call South Florida my home, Fort Lauderdale. Nice. Uh, Been there my whole life, you know, beach bum. Uh, Cold weather is not my friend. Nothing wrong with that. Time (laughs) is where I dwell. Um, Grew up in a, you know, typical, you know, lower. Middle class family, both parents, well, my parents were divorced, mother worked, lived with my grandparents, went to school, um, played football most of my life. That's okay. where uh, okay. my athletic stuff came from. Cool. Well, I'm glad you're going there because that's, that's actually where we're headed next. And really, truly, I, I think that for us coaches, it's important for everyone to know kind of, you know, what, what drives us athletically, where do we come from. So you said football. What else, uh, what else athletically or sports related do you have in your past? Uh, growing up, we did pretty much everything. Growing up in South Florida, it's about 90 degrees all year round, so we were able to be outside every day. Nice. So, Nothing wrong with football. that at all. I was, uh, what you could say, a bit of a tubby kid growing up, so <laughs> I fit perfectly on the football field. Husky, I think is the Husky. word we use. Husky. Big bone is what my Big mother bones. used to tell me to feel better. Great personality. After giving me a peanut butter jelly sandwich. Right. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I just fit better in, into the football realm. Um, I played soccer, you know basketball, um, tried tennis, was a horrible effort, but I tried it, like literally tried it once. Yeah. Uh, played baseball, but football was where I felt at home and I can felt just where my talents were. So, right. so you know, no stranger to conditioning, at least oh, at no. least at the high school no, level? Or? Not at all, man. Two okay. days and, yeah, yeah. and football camp and on top of that, just working out two a day on the two-a-day thing, working out in 100-degree weather in South oh, Florida. Yeah. South, South conditioning Florida. Conditioning in itself. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Cool. All right. Well, 
so obviously we're a CrossFit facility, and, and it's uh, everybody has their CrossFit story. So when would you say you were first introduced to CrossFit? First CrossFit, well, um, it would have to be my first deployment. I was about two... Let me backtrack real quick. Okay, so, no sweat. No sweat. I used to be a really big alcoholic. I'm talking six days a week. I used to kill maybe a bottle of vodka and a 24-pack religiously every night. Um, and with that, you know, comes weight gain. I was 253 pounds. Wow. Eating fast food every day because, of course, when you're drunk, what do you want? You want Taco Bell. You Got want, the munchies. You know, McDonald's. You want Burger King. Yeah. So I was 253, no kind of conditioning. You know, I did the typical, I call them the bro lifts. You know, I would go do the bench press and that yeah, stuff. Curls so, for the girls, right? Curls for the girls, man. You know, <laughs> skies out, thighs out. So, <laughs> which I always skip leg day, but, you know, that's a yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, so I would that's the bro lifts. <laughs> I deployed, and uh, at that weight, I was a big boy. Yeah. And my buddy, we were working out, and they were doing some crazy thing you see on YouTube, like, the, the pull-ups, I'm like, what the hell are they doing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's CrossFit. He's like, he did CrossFit, we were in the separate side of the gym, I was like, what, what is, what do you, what is CrossFit? What is yeah, it? what's all the flailing on the bar? Yeah, what is, I have no idea what this is, I had no yeah. idea what the snatch was, no idea what the clean jerk was, yeah. and so the first thing, he did, like, an assessment on me, we did, like, uh, time trials on the road, I'll never forget, time trials, and then straight from that, we went to a deadlift trio or deadlift couplet or something like that. Yeah. And I almost died. And I was like, I was dizzy. I almost puked. And he did the whole thing like in five minutes less. And he was like, not even sweating. I'm like, the hell? Like, How did you do that? And I was kind of intimidated at first. So I did it maybe once a week. You know, just kept to my, my bro lifts. Just kind of dipped your, your foot in yeah, the pool a little know, bit. I was, you know, I wanted, I was already big. But I thought, oh, I'm already big. I can just get bigger by lifting. Had no idea of nutrition, no idea of the science behind lifting. I was like, oh, I'm just big. I can stay big. But I was yeah. fat. I, yeah. wasn't, you know, I wasn't healthy. I was just big for no reason. Yeah. So I came back from that deployment, and it's funny how stuff works. This guy in my shop was crazy, crazy CrossFitter, and there happened to be one in Louisiana, Red River CrossFit. That oh, yeah. They did an on-ramp, and I went in. I was like, hey, I've done it once or twice. You know, as we see now as coaches all the time. Yeah. And... Uh, I never looked back, man. It's just full bore ever since. I had an awesome coach that literally, literally changed my life. Awesome. And I haven't looked back since. I think every one of us can uh, tie our initial experience or our draw back to that one coach. So that was that's probably your draw was that coach that changed your life and you felt the change and that's kind of what drew you in and uh, got its hooks in you. And uh, I think we can all agree that uh, – CrossFit can be almost like a drug, and, you know, it gets it its hooks in you, and it can it get can. addicted, and so... Uh, and, and it has been. It's been like, since that coach, he knew what buttons to press, how to push me, what to say, when to yeah. say it, yeah. you know, and everything, it was always pushed forward. It was never anything that's going to drag me back. Nice. Pull me back in certain things with the movement and stuff like that, but it was always a push forward. Nice. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's a good coach right there. Yeah, no doubt. You, did, you know what? They say trade one for the other. Yeah. And if you got to trade one, CrossFit is definitely the one to go with. So you got to do what you got to do. So obviously you started cross, uh, CrossFit down at uh, Red, Red River, you said? Red River CrossFit. Awesome. Yeah. So at what point did the, uh, would you say the, the switch flipped and you said, you know what? 
I think I can bring something to this as a coach. I think I, I think I can help other people. Uh, when, when would you say that occurred, and what was the really the driving factor behind wanting to be a coach? Well, I left Louisiana, Red River CrossFit was in Louisiana. Yeah. I left and went to CrossFit Osan in Korea. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I met that other coach. I met uh, the, the head coach there, and he was the same way. He pushed me. And he was a lot older than me, but he would smoke me every day. <laughs> yeah. And I'm a very competitive person by nature. Yeah, yeah. And he would always let me know, hey, man, uh, I finished that workout, you know, two minutes earlier than you. <laughs> oh, by the way, I'm 45. Yeah. Whatever, dude. And every day I try to catch him. I try to catch him. Yeah. And by him pushing himself, it automatically made me push myself because I, ch- I was trying to chase him. Yeah. And believe it or not, he kept on telling me, he's like, hey, man, um, you keep this up, you know, you be able to compete, be able to coach, like, get the hell out of here. I, 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 I'm thinking to myself, I suck at this. I'm nowhere near good. We have two regional-level athletes in CrossFit Osan. Oh, yeah. Wow. I can't, I'm, I'm not going to be anywhere near them. Yeah. So one, he was just like, hey, man, a couple – he would say that week after week, and, and I really believe in the repetition. You keep on telling yourself you suck every day, it's just going to start messing with your psyche. Words of power. Keep on telling yourself every day, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm good at this. I keep going. Absolutely. You see that positive thing, you start to believe that, especially when other people tell you that. Yeah. So every day you say, hey, man, you need to start coaching. No, I'm not ready. Hey, man, you start coaching. Every day. Hey, you start telling me, hey, you need to start competing. I want you to start getting stronger. I want you to start doing this. Yeah. I was, and eventually I was like, well, if he keeps telling me that, maybe I should try. Yeah, yeah. Um, then the level one came to Seoul, and he said, hey, sign up. Didn't give me an option. Yeah. Just yeah. go sign up. You need to sign up for this. Oh, you're going. <laughs> and I was like, well, I, I was right at that CrossFit point in my CrossFit journey where, uh, am I ready to do it? I don't know if I'm good enough. You know, I was just overthinking it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I just signed up and went to it. And it was probably, I was already in love with CrossFit. Like, you know, I already was all in. I drank the Kool-Aid. But then I went to that level one. Yeah. And it, it, it. Amplified it by a thousand. They it just gas on the fire. It and yeah. the way they they gave the reasons why they did. It. I was like, this this is what I want to do with my life. This is where I'm going. And that was the second round of addiction. That, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. That pushed me even further. Kickstart that. Yeah. And uh, if if ever there was an addiction, just throwing fuel on the fire. Yeah, I know, right? And kick it. Yeah. And uh, that's cool. Yeah. We uh, think we all have our, our reasons but that that's fantastic and, and having a coach see see something in you that want that to push you to be something that maybe you couldn't see I think that's uh, that's a gift of coaches and I think that uh, every coach we have here at CFKL has that gift of seeing whatever that is in in different individuals and helping them move towards that goal so that's fantastic to hear um all right so you got your level one there in seoul been doing that for a while prior to coming here so um obviously the the hunt continues the hunger grows right so what other what other search do you have uh on top of your level one um well before that i was working on because i've always been in love with fitness in the gym i might not have been knowledgeable on it so i started my issa my personal training certifications yep. um because like I grew up in the gym, grew up around sports, so I was like, okay, why that? I'll try that. Yeah. Um, so I have my personal training certifications. Uh, I just finished. With, we, we went to the Ollie Cert. Yep, yep. Amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I have my level two scheduled here in April to go get that in Frankfurt. Nice. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
on the fence, actually, whether or not there's some planning of financial reasons. I've got to plan out to go try to get my CrossFit football cert in Northern nice. Ireland. Yeah. They're giving it. They're they're doing it in Northern Ireland in Belfast. Football so. in Ireland. Yeah. That, yeah. I know, right? That's that weird. Might be, so that that's an option. I haven't really. I got that. That's something I have to plan for. But yeah, of course. Of course. Cool. Awesome. That's good stuff. So. Uh, as coaches, you know, we, we talked about the things we have that drive us, drives other individuals to uh, to be the best. I know a lot of coaches have their mantras or their mottos or whatever they use with athletes. What would you say some of the ones that you use with athletes are? Uh, or what's a personal mantra that you have that keeps you going? When you're, you know, you're 15 minutes into a 20-minute wad and your body's saying quit and your brain's saying uh, not quite there yet, what do you use to drive yourself or, or drive others? You know, that's really really good question actually um and like everybody else I'm, I'm a severe creature of habit yeah and i'm very energetic and rambunctious i really don't have an exact one but everybody in the gym i, I say something my coaches tell me that we can do this all day all day all damn day all day people think oh it's just it's just a funny funny slogan or funny thing to say which it is it's there to in, induce you know joy and stuff like that yeah but it when I think of it, I just think back to, like, I'm able to, this is what I want to do with my life. This is the positive thinking, and it's it's very in-depth and, I guess, like, esoteric. Getting, stuff getting like philosophical. That. But I hear, <laughs> when I when I hear that, I, I hear my football coach, right? Yeah. He used to say that to me all the time. Yeah. Like, oh, we're going to be doing this all day. All, all day. damn day, baby. All damn day. Like, and... and I see his mind and the things he's done for me in my life yeah. growing up. Yeah. That's what pushes me. Awesome. Um, personal mantras, I guess I don't really have an exact one because it's different. I just tell people whatever. For me, it's, it's, an, it's an emotion in a person. Yeah, yeah. That if somebody all day, that's something that that person in my life used to say to me. Yeah. That was a, like a huge reason for who the man I am today. Yeah. So every time I hear that, every time I say it, I think of him and the things he's done for me and all those feelings and all those memories rush back into my head yeah, yeah. and that's what pushed me to keep going that's what pushed because i remember the times when i had nowhere else to go nothing else to do yeah you know it was either growing up in south florida you know there, there's the bad route of where you're getting in with yep. the wrong type of crowd doing the wrong types, yep, types yep. of illegal things or you're in the weight room of the football field yeah, yeah and i was on that cusp of, of you know oh, i'm going to the left when i need to be going to the right yep and he was there to to whip me drag and, you oh, back we're gonna do this so yeah that that all the people that oh man I do this all day that that's him in my head saying yeah. the things he's done for me. That's good. And that, that's I guess what I I, could, I can't narrow it down to one. No, that's good. Three. That's I think I think a lot of the athletes that work with you know that uh, all day <laughs> that's the mantra. We're going to keep this motor going until we're done, and we're going to be doing it, and we can do this all day if we need to. So that's uh, no, I think that's awesome, and. Uh, I definitely know the athletes you work with know that, so that's good stuff. Good stuff. Well, I'll tell you what let's do. Let's take a short break, and uh, when we come back, we'll discuss um, CrossFit Kaiser Slaughter's uh, the six-week challenge which we have going on and just some of your thoughts on that. All right? We'll be back in a few. Hey, team. Got any plans this Saturday? It's just a friendly reminder that every Saturday at CFKL, we have, starting at 10 o'clock, yoga, followed by Olympic, Olympic lifting at 11 with John Dones, and then at noon we have Open Gym. So if you got nothing else to do or you want to just get better, we'll see you there.
we're back, and we're talking with John Dones. Um, and now we're going to just kind of transition a little bit, and it's uh, less less about John and more now about the uh, six-week challenge that CrossFit Kaiserslautern has going, uh, starting uh, in a couple of days. And of course, by the time you hear this podcast, we'll be well into well into the challenge. But I just want to talk to the coaches and kind of get their take on. Um, what are the challenges really going to be for the athletes, and where are, where are the uh, where are guys going to have some stumbling blocks, and, and just their thoughts on it overall? So let's just kick it off right there, John. What what um, what's your take on the challenge, and 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 how it's going to impact the lives of those uh, involved in it? Well, I think personally, it's going to do exactly that, and that's the aim of all of this. In the big picture, we want to change lifestyles. We want to change people's entire thought process of nutrition and fitness for the better. Um, I feel the biggest issue is with fitness and nutrition is people just don't know. People don't know what to do, what to eat, how to eat, when to eat, when to lift, when not to lift. And the more we can provide that information, the more we can change lives. Um, I think it'll be great in about two weeks. Um, Of course, with anything... Um, like we were talking about earlier, it's it, in essence, it's almost like getting rid of, rid of an addiction. Yeah. Um, you're so used to eating crappy all the time. Yeah. You know, your body's gotten used to McDonald's, the Taco Bell, the and junk. beer, and all the junk. Yeah. So now, when you get rid of it, your body's going to reject it. Your body's going to be like, "Oh, I don't know what to do." Yeah. Gonna, people are going to be cranky. People, you know. Yes, they are. Attitudes are going to flare. <laughs> names are probably going to be thrown out. You know. Yeah. I feel once we get past that stage, which is going to happen to everybody, yeah. um, I think it, it's going to be great. And the biggest thing that I try to stress to my athletes, or our athletes, should I say, um, is it's not a competition. Um, one of our athletes came up to me yesterday. She's like, well, I have two definitions of challenge and competition. A competition is I'm trying to beat you. A challenge is we're all working together. Yeah. And I couldn't, I couldn't have worded Worded it any, any better. Yeah, that's that's spot on. The challenge is for the whole entire gym. Yeah, I might be on team one, you might be on team four, but if I have a question or if I work out with you on a regular basis, I'll still do that. I'm going to push you and your team to get to uh, you know a better level yeah. along with my team. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think it's great, and we really, really have the opportunity to literally change people's lives. Absolutely. Absolutely. And at the same time, really, truly raise the – um, the athletic level of the gym, of course, because like, people come in and they they push through and they eat right, and they're going to notice performance differences. Right. Everybody, I think most teams by this point have done the uh, the first team wad, and we're we're seeing an average uh, across the board for most of the teams, and I think we're going to see that average. Towards the end of the, this challenge, we're going to see that average drop by a couple of minutes easily, oh, yeah. easily, if not more than that. So I, I, I'm excited for what this uh, what's going to bring. Yeah, I mean, so it's. It, and like I said, with people that don't know, and I'm not calling about people that don't know much about it, yeah. they're skeptical. Agreed. But Agreed. of course, it's you have to trust people to, to change your life. You yeah. Know, you don't you don't put down the liquor bottle just you know one day. You know, you have people that say you know okay, you've changed, and people that are there to help you. Yeah. Um, you don't just stop doing something. You know, trust that okay, I, I can stop doing. It. Some people need help. Some people need that push. Some people need us coaches absolutely to help change your life, and that's. Why I love, it. I get excited just talking about because we really, really have the opportunity to change lifestyles here. Yeah, this is just in six weeks. So. 
Absolutely. I think that's, again, I go back to the coaches uh, of CFKL. And, and uh, one thing that is clear to me and I hope is clear to all the athletes is the across the board, the coaches here are passionate about helping people. Otherwise, we wouldn't be doing what we do. I mean, let's be honest. There's other things we could be doing with our lives. But we're passionate about improving ourselves, and we're passionate about helping other people improve them, themselves and their lifestyles. And there's no better way to do that than this challenge. I think people will they'll, they'll get their eyes opened a bit, um, and they'll see just how their bodies can react when you give it pure fuel to run on vice the junk that they've been running on before. They'll come in a couple weeks down the road when their body's purified, and they'll just just smoke through a while, and they'll go, wow, I didn't, didn't even know I was capable of that. I thought I had plateaued and that I was done. So, yeah, man, I, I think that... Um, you also have opposite ends of the spectrum that I've heard, too. Like, well, I eat like this, and I, and I perform fine in the gym. I was like, to standards. Absolutely. You perform to you might feel good, yeah. but what's going to happen when you put the right fuel in your body? Okay, you, you might be one of those freak athletes that can yeah. come in here and bust out a 30-minute quad, go eat McDonald's, come back and do another thing. Okay, but what's going to happen when you put the right fuel in your body? Yeah. Just how much more effective and how much more powerful are you going to be in your workout? Absolutely. So we have those, those athletes too, and that's what I'm excited for them to see. Well. Not just the person that's never done it, but the people that have been in fitness, nutrition, they know. Yeah. And now, okay, they're going to get the right fuel and see how better than I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. And I think that it's really truly what standard are you grading yourself on? Are you grading yourself on the average of the box here of scores? Are you grading yourself against what you're fully capable of? And if individuals can learn to push themselves to be better, and at some point you will max out. It's just it's human nature. But you'll know when you've maxed out and, and accepting it accepting anything less yeah. uh, is not being your best. And that's part of that's part of what CrossFit is about, is helping people achieve their goals at being the best that they can be uh, across the board. And that's and I think that um, I think this is going to help a lot of those people, just like you talked about, the ones that are satisfied. They're good with where they are. Um, so, no, I think that's focus on awesome. like what you just said, too, is being the best they can be. Uh, we've had this conversation before. A lot of people get caught up with, What's on the whiteboard, and I have to do what's on the whiteboard, or I'm not, I'm not adequate. I'm not doing it RX. Absolutely, I'm not right. Or yeah, 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 or, yeah. Or they look at the games, or they look yeah. at the leaderboards of the CrossFit games or the, the regionals. Like, oh, I need to get there. Yeah. Awesome goal. We'll try to get you there. We can do that. But you have to understand that two years in a CrossFit, looking at that and saying, oh, I'm not good enough if I can't stay with Jason Kaliba and Rich Froning's time. <laughs> you understand, they've been, people, you know, on that 1% of CrossFit, they've been doing it 10 plus years, and plus they've been athletes their whole life. And they're genetically you gifted, know, let's be honest. So, there, there's so many other Yeah, there's so many variables. You know, yes, we can look up to these people and say, hey, man, I want to drive, and I want to be like that, I want to I get to that level. Yeah. Yes, but to take their numbers and to take their scores and say, I'm going to get here. It, it, to me, personally, I don't, I don't promote that with our athletes because you might be able to be better than Rich Froning. Yeah. You might never get to half of what he is. You don't know unless you choose to push past your own boundaries. I agree. You know, if you push as hard as you can, lift as much as you can, run as fast as you can, you might, in four years, if you keep training like that, you yeah. might be better than his numbers. Yeah. All right? Yeah. So I, and I, I tell people, try to limit yourself by putting, you know, 
certain numbers or certain attributes of other people on you. Agreed. Agreed. To me, if I can do one muscle up right now and then five months, I can do five muscle ups. Ain't nobody that's can tell me yeah, I've won the CrossFit game <laughs> yeah, in my head. That's a victory me, right there. I'm on that podium. I have a gold medal. Absolutely. Because I just did something that I thought I could never do. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the, that's the little victories I wish. I, I really try, try to push people. Yeah. Like, we have a bunch of new on-ramp athletes that, for some reason, box jumps scare the crap out of me. Yeah, yeah. Man, which, that's pretty that. standard, yeah, you yeah, know, for the, a new athlete. Boxes rip your shins apart. They got some gnarly teeth, man. Yeah, they will man. chew your yeah. legs up. I tell people, it's like, listen, you come in here, you do one box jump, okay, and then six weeks at the end, you, you, you're doing bounding for 10. Yeah. You're doing bounce-offs yeah. you doing them consecutively yeah that that's a win that's, that's a victory you're on the post like that's what you yeah. gotta think like, okay i when i did my first muscle you would you would have thought that i was a lottery <laughs> with first place in the prospect yeah so, yeah you couldn't tell me anything i did the I, same I, that was a victory same same it and was that's like what i want to tell people with doing okay set a goal for a week oh i want to eat perfect this week and on that friday don't go out and binge eat yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. a victory oh crap that that wasn't that hard. What else can I do? I yeah. can get even more strict. I can do you know yeah, yeah. just a small victory. Don't compare yourself to somebody else that's losing ten pounds a week and doing eating this, this, and this because that just might be their body. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Each goal for each person. Yeah, you know, different strokes are different. Goals. Absolutely, absolutely. I know we probably got a little. No, it's good. Right? No, that's good. I, you know what? It's 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 letting it's letting the athletes into uh, into our minds and and really truly driving at. What drives us as coaches, and, and, and it's important for the athletes to know that because it's, uh, you know, they only get to see the coaches for a short period of time each day, and uh, they need to know uh, that we, we do care and we are passionate, and we're here to help. At the end of the day, we really, truly want to help. So uh, this has been an awesome discussion. I uh, appreciate, you, appreciate you being here and uh, chatting it up with me. I know the athletes will appreciate it. So uh, with that being said, we'll go ahead and close it out. Uh, thank you all for listening, and I uh, hope you guys are, are getting out of this what it is that we want you to get. And, uh, you know, if you got questions for John or there's something came up that as you were listening to the podcast you want some clarification on, feel free to hit John up anytime in the gym, or you can find him on Facebook, uh, anywhere on the uh, CFKL Athletes page. Um, and uh, or CrossFit Kaiser's Long, we have an Instagram. Instagram, there we go. IG follower. <laughs> yeah, which I am. I'm, a, I'm an IG, IG junkie as well. I haven't so. made it to Twitter yet because I don't know how to operate Twitter, but that might be coming soon because I don't know how to. Yeah, I'm kind of the same. Work that. Yet. I'm kind of the same. So look for us on uh, look for us on Facebook. Look for us on Instagram. Uh, tie in, and uh, we will see you guys next time. We are out. See you, John. Thanks again. Thank you.